guys welcome back i hope you all are doing good so for today i'm gonna be reading off a devotional of things i liked and it's the devotional is about uh going to school with proper perspective so first doing the best thing of god have does doing the best thing of god have to be exciting usually we think the best times of service the best times for growth and devotion take place in special settings that might be a bible college where hour after hour is spent studying the things of god it might be on a mission trip where you get to share the gospel with people completely different than yourselves when you're you are way way out of your comfort zone it might be while participating in local ministries like leading a Bible study, leading worship music, or practicing in some act of service for the community. Whenever we might think of things that really matter for God, it's stuff like this that comes to mind. But this is a really incredibly narrow perspective. The important things of the Christ life are much bigger than what we imagine because they take up more of our lives and time. Worship trips, specific ministries, and Bible college only last so long. Are the boring things important too? Even the regularity of daily devotions only is a small portion of our day. After all, you probably will spend more time in class than reading your Bible. But this is just how God designed it. While not diminishing the importance of preaching the gospel, going on mission trips, singing or reading and praying, we do diminish the importance of the ordinary things, the mundane things, when we fall to realize just how important they are. Let me try to prove this to you. Take a look at one of Paul's letters, Colossians for for instance. After describing what God has done in reconciling them to himself, Paul says, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted in building up in him and established in faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Colossians 2.8 to remain rooted and established, he warns us that them he warns them against being deceived by wise sounding words and the traditions of men and calls them to follow the first principle of Christ. He goes on to tell them not to let any of their adversaries judge them, whether they keep per- particular holidays. Because of what Christ has done in his victory over the principles and powers, the apostles dr- draw them to a particular particular lifestyle one where they're rejecting certain things he lists fornication uncleanness passion evil desires and covet covetness which is idolatry when am i tempted most now right there we should ask ourselves a question when do we do such things appear when am i most likely to be tempted to lust wrongful passion to or Covetness. Is when I'm le- is it when I'm leading music? Perhaps it's when I'm a strange place to preach the gospel to someone or a different ethnically. Or maybe when leading a Bible study or in college. The answer can be yes to all of these things, but more likely such temptations enter in the ordinary times when you are not actively engaged in trying to do something spectacular for God. When you are more likely when you are more likely to let your mind wander 
while trying to remember the words to a song in front of the whole church congregation or while while sitting at a desk listening to a boring lecture. When are you we most likely to covet? When are you in the middle when you're in the middle of a dirt poor village while walking down the hallway of the school or while driving home? It's not all about avoiding sin. But is it not all about avoiding sin? Consider what it comes from when we let the word of God dwell in us richly. This is when we do our study of God's word, reading and thinking about it all day. It is to bubble over in teaching and singing to one another. This sounds like worship. But then Paul goes on to talk about things that are everyday, things based on situations in life. He talks to wives, husbands, children, parents, slaves, and masters. He's addressing people in their ordinary life based on their situations and stations. In parallel teaching in Titus, Paul says the conduct of slaves was to adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior in all things. And so I'm just going to stop right there and I'm going to look a bit up the questions. So the first question is, why do you think we so often think of really important spiritual things as serving in some form or ministry, like evangelizing, evangelizing, mission work, leading Bible studies, etc.? What problems might arise from having this attitude? The second question is, why is it important to understand that our everyday situations are filled with spiritual meaning? For the first question, I think we think of so many uh, important spiritual things because when we talk about ministry, uh, we always think of like missionaries or like evangelizing or maybe even like leading, leading groups where people talk about God. And I guess it makes sense why we think of those but uh, ministry can be anything at all. So it doesn't only have to be evangelism, mission work, or leading a group. It could be anything. And for the second question, why is it important to understand that our everyday situations are filled with spiritual meaning? Uh, I think it's important because basically anything we do, it could have a play or have something to do with the physical in the physical realm, it can we can do something, but it can actually mean something, or maybe God protected us from something in the spiritual realm. So let's say uh, we have a choice to do something, and then uh, we're sensing one is dangerous and one is not, and we go for the one that's not. Then I think uh, God might have directed us to something, or He's fighting the devil away from us picking something so like every decision we make can be spiritual can have something to do with the spiritual realm uh so thank you guys for listening to the today's podcast i hope you guys have a great rest of your week thank you for listening and remember to stay strong